we are live. Hello and welcome to the Benefit of the Dowd podcast. I am your host, Adam Dowd, and joining me is co-host Cliff. What's up, Cliff? Hello. Feeling uh, like uh, I want a piece of fruit. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe maybe you've already had a bite of that fruit at this uh, point because uh, quite a, quite a few bites. The logo oh. suggests, yeah, yeah, that's um, true. If you look behind me, there's uh, yeah, quite, that's a, true. quite quite a few of those. That's mm-hmm. true. There are there are a few uh, bitten fruit uh, behind you. So uh, we are here today. This is not a benefit. Of, this is not a doubting Thomas. This is not a beyond a doubt. This is. Not really a. I guess this could be a when endowed. We could we could call it that when endowed. Ask the experts. I guess in this case we're the experts, um, because we are talking about Apple's um, um, Apple's uh, event that they just had. Wonderlust was what it was called, mm-hmm. um, and they had some kind of like Thanos theme going with the logo for some reason. But uh, nothing um, disintegrated and flew away except for the lightning jack, which we're going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, I saw that little bug too. Uh, but, uh, anyway, so we are, we just wanted to uh, get together and kind of share some thoughts that we had about, um, about the uh, Apple event and the new iPhone 15 and the Apple watch series nine and Apple watch, um, ultra two is what they're calling. They actually call them at the two. Okay. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So let's go in order of what they talked about on the show. And so we, uh, Cliff and I, are actually going to go and grab a beer while we play a five-minute video about how sustainable we are. No, we're not going to do that. Exactly. Uh, That was a really long... Look, so what I want to say about that video was it was entertaining, but it was way too long. It was. (laughs) It was fun. It was funny because, you know, know, um, they had... uh, they had an actor come in and play Mother Nature and uh, Mother Nature's assistant. And uh, they were, you know, talking about all their sustainability efforts. And I mean, man, it, it was fun. It was funny. It I'll, was, it I'll was admit pithy. I fast forwarded through it because I watched this after the event sure. actually aired. Sure. And, I don't know uh, if pithy is the right word, but it was it was it was irreverent and it was funny. Um, but it was just it was a little bit too long. So that, yeah. that was just my 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 quick take on that. But I, I do think I do feel like the um recycled materials the earth friendly nature of the things that they are doing uh what was repeated throughout i mean it was a theme throughout the yeah. event oh yeah all the dip whether it was the packaging or and the materials <laughs> yeah after they spent that long <laughs> yeah, i guess so so i mean here's the thing if you have an hour and a half long event and you're going to spend 10 minutes talking about your sustainability efforts um, you know, just doing quick math, you're at over 10% of your of your event is talking about um, you know, your sustainability efforts. And by the way, we've already established on this podcast a long time ago that 10% is significant. So if you're gonna spend 10% of your event talking about your sustainability efforts, that means you don't have a whole lot else to show off. <laughs> and and I mean Due respect, I mean, the iPhone at this point is at a position where everything's going to be iterative, um, which right. which is why I think I'm most excited about what they brought with the Apple Watch Series 9. Um, they had an, uh, an S9 chip with a built-in neural processor, which is cool, but they also brought a little tappy tappy with your yeah, yeah. with your fingers there. And um, what this is basically... Um, there's a new gesture that you can use with your Apple watch where you tap your thumb and your first finger 
and I'm not using my watch hand. You can tap your thumb and your cool. first finger, and that will actually activate what they call the primary button on the screen. So if you are, I believe, like there's a way you can you could do that to activate Siri if you happen to be on the screen where you can activate Siri, or if you're on a phone call, you can do the double tappy to end the phone call, or if you're getting a phone call, you can do the double tappy to answer the phone call, etc. Etc. Whatever it is, you can use that to activate like whatever button is biggest on the screen. So apparently, this as a gesture, from what I saw people say, existed before, but it's because of the neural processor that's actually part of the system on the chip in the watch. It can actually do it in real time on the watch itself instead right. of right. And, and so I, I guess they felt it was reliable enough now to where they made it more of a more of a feature of the watch which I, I mean, yeah and 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 uh you know <laughs> things that drives me nuts is is a, a screen whether it's my smart watch or my uh smartphone if it's all smudgy and stuff so anytime you don't have to touch it to interact with it that's pretty cool yeah yeah absolutely and mm -hmm. um you know one other thing that i don't think i don't i don't recall reading this anywhere else so i but i seriously doubt i'm the only one who has noticed but that same gesture that tapping ge gesture that's the same thing that you do to select something on the vision pro headset that they're coming coming yes. out with which by the way <laughs> I don't want to say that they kind of jumped a shark on that Vision Pro headset, but I had almost completely forgotten that that thing existed when the new <laughs> Apple event rolled around and they started talking about like what you can do with the cameras on the iPhone to do the Vision Pro. I'm like, oh, right, that's a thing. I forgot right. about that because that yeah. was one of those like, here's a new thing that we're showing off coming in six months. And it's like, what? Uh, so, yeah, so there was yeah. a, there were a few times. Now they, like you said, they did not mention this in the presentation for the apple watch but i have seen speculation since the event that perhaps an apple watch could be used as a, a control yeah surface that makes for, sense. For, for the vision pro i don't know i mean yeah i i do like the fact that they would start training you like baby steps for people who are you know that are already uh, you know, into the Apple ecosystem because they're the people that are more likely to buy the Vision Pro when it comes out. Training right. them with gestures like that, making it common, and that makes a that makes a lot of sense, right? Even even if the Apple Watch isn't ultimately, uh, yeah, you know, part of that. But I, yeah, just real quick. Oh my gosh, I I, I was chuckling inside when I was watching the the 15 Pro slash Pro Max introduction when. They started talking about the the video components and then the spatial video, which is a really cool idea, but you won't be able mm -hmm. to experience it because of Vision Pro. And they're talking right. about something that hasn't even shipped yet. And right. Apple's really good about um, talking about a feature that they're going to include for something that uh, they never actually follow through with. So we'll see if that actually happens. Yeah, I'm because well, yeah, yeah. They said it was coming later this year as a feature, right? Like it was yeah. it didn't actually it's not shipping with the phone. Anyhow, I know we were talking about the watch, but yeah, and well, and the other cool thing about that gesture, and you know, you were mentioning how you're they were training people for the vision pro. I don't know if it's so much training, just but the consistency between devices right. is very Apple, you know, the consistency of doing the same thing for the same, you know, for the different form factors mm -hmm. to accomplish the same thing. It's it's a very Apple move. So I personally am very much a fan of it. They also brought that gesture to the Apple Watch Ultra 2, which starts at what it starts at like 699. 
I think, which is that, am I wrong? Or is that cheaper than last year's? I thought last year's started at nine. The, oh, the, the ultra two starts at seven ninety nine, I believe. Se- oh, seven ninety nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it, I think I want to say it's, it's, it's cheaper than it was a year ago. Uh, I if could it is, very it's well really expensive. That. <laughs> That's well, all it, I have to say so, about that. It's still remarkably expensive, but they brought that same gesture to the ultra, which I thought is a super smart move because the ultra is designed for, you know, adventurers and people who are going to be sure. in positions where they won't necessarily be able to touch their watch when right. a phone call comes in. Although I would argue if you can't, uh, if you can't afford to take the time to touch your watch, you probably shouldn't answer that call anyway. Um, <laughs> but that's, this, bro, this that's is true. I think you're right about that. That's a different conversation. Um, so, uh, the other thing that I, you know, I thought about this like while you were talking, and uh, there was another thing about the Apple Watch that I wanted to bring up. They, so Apple didn't um, bring a whole lot more to the Watch Series Nine. Oh, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is uh, all the rumors suggest that the Apple Watch Series Ten is going to be the big redesign? Mm. Um, so like it, it makes perfect sense that. Um, that they brought, uh, that they, they didn't bring a whole lot new to this one because right. they are very hard at work already working on the Series 10 and whatever that's going to bring. And I'm kind of guessing that might be a round watch face. We'll have to see. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, so maybe a round face option. It, yeah, it could be a round face option or something like that. Uh, the new Apple Watch is titanium, if I remember correctly. The, no, maybe it, the I know series, the, the, the Series 9. Yeah, I, I doubt it. Uh, no, but I because okay. typically you have the aluminum and then you have the stainless steel as options. I I honestly, I'll I'll be honest. I I didn't pay that much attention to the the Apple Watch reveal once once they got past the gestures and things like that. I but, I well, wanted the, know, the meaty the meaty boys the 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 fifteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I so I mean they 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 kind of they they brought up the series nine there were some new build materials that they brought into like the Uh, watch bands and stuff like that oh i think that was what i was thinking of i think the watch bands are all like mostly recycled right now yeah remember that yes so and you know it was because of that like if if i if i remember correctly the event kind of went like um hi we're apple here's our new watch the new mm-hmm. watch is doing a lot of environmental stuff then they brought in that way too long video about the environmental sustainability stuff then they kind of yada yada through that which i'll be honest my eyes were losing focus during most of that stuff and then they went into the iphone so i think that's why it was it was a little yeah uh, it definitely was yeah. a uh it, it, the uh the, the sustainability stuff and i don't want to poo-poo the fact that they're doing that i'm glad no no i, I feel yeah. like they're leading the way but it definitely was uh oh gosh what's it called intermission moment for a lot of people i think it ever, kind of was ever watching it, kind of it yeah you know like because i was i was doing a lot of editing during that because like a lot of our news writers mm-hmm. were writing news posts about you know the apple watch and whatever so i was doing a lot of editing there and i did i kind of didn't mind that i was missing right. out <laughs> um oh you know what the other big thing that they brought up with the apple watch is the uh the peak and brightness i think is up to 2000 nits and 3000 nits on the apple watch ultra which Gosh. is just like you know <laughs> it's it's almost uh where is it? Well, I mean, I'm, it's almost all... infinity flashlight level. Right, right, of, right. It, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's peak brightness, though. But I mean, still, yeah. when when you when you are talking about vi- visibility outdoors, I mean, that's going to be awesome. Although, yeah. I mean, I feel like the Apple Watch 
legibility outdoors, at least for the generations that I've seen and used, have been pretty awesome mm -hmm. as is. Oh, so just anything on top of that is good. The other thing, um, the precision finding for the iPhone, they brought out uh, uh, UWB2. Oh, the ultra wideband stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is, yeah, which is, uh, um, which works with your HomePod. If you have a home pod, I, I was guess, like, but a, cool. I mean, that's, um, <laughs> that's it. In fact, I remember sending a telegram message to you about that. I'm like, oh, good. It works with, it works with my home pod that I don't own. Cool, I like man. <laughs> um, so no, but uh, what it is, ultra is wide it, bend is cool though. It gives you greater access. Uh, um, mm. It gives you greater uh, range. It gives you greater findability because now right. you can actually like, uh, they were talking about how you can like find your phone if it's like shoved in between couch cushions and stuff like that yeah. so it's just going to be it's just going to be more accurate and i think it's going to be a larger range which is uh you know which is good because you know the find my uh system is already uh is already pretty neat honestly having having watched my daughter walk through a, a theme park you know the little dot moving um it's it's pretty it cool. is really cool well the good thing about i mean i yeah. not not and i am no audio engineer and i am and and, and uh because i don't you know, I'm, don't quote me on this, but my understanding is ultra wideband is is a relatively. Uh, I'm trying to think of the. It, it is not a high frequency. It is a long. It is a fatter, longer, um, okay. wave that, because of that, can penetrate things better, like walls, right, in in buildings Your and, mom. and things like that. <laughs> I just want to slip slip that in there. <laughs> See if that went anywhere. I, uh, you know, I opened myself up to it. Yeah, like your mom. That's also what she anyway. said. Anyway, <laughs> <sighs> okay, all right. Let's, let's move on to the. Let's move on to the iPhone. Um, but yeah, no, no, so, that is that is the take, brother. Is, is is very um, yeah. Is why that's a, a cool thing. Why it's such an right. advancement compared to I guess what they were doing before. Anywho. Anywho, uh, we also got new iPhones, and this is this was actually kind of an interesting event because they only had two products to show off. They only had the the watch. Well, I mean the two different watches, and then the right. four different iPhones. Um, the iPhones are still coming in the same sizes and configurations as they mm -hmm. did last year. So we have a iPhone 15, iPhone 15 Pro, iPhone um, 15 Plus Pro, Ultra. Plus, plus, that's 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 the super, superlative I, I was looking for. And then the iPhone 15 Pro Max. And I want to really focus. Uh, first of all, the the iPhone Pros are both made with titanium. That's what I was thinking of. Right. Um, I'm just going to give you kind of like the cliff notes and then no, no pun intended. I'm going to give you the cliff notes and then we'll kind of go back over these point by point. Uh, the titanium build for the Pros. Um, the action button has been uh, the the alert slider, I should say, has been replaced right. by an action button. Where have we seen that before? I'm sorry, right. I, I have to, I have to say that on every rugged phone ever. Right. Um, but no, like action buttons are cool, and actually, somebody brought up the idea of using the action button to f do your flashlight, which is usually what mm -hmm. I do with action buttons. So I love that idea, and I will no, almost I certainly. I will almost certainly do that. Um, so they, they certainly didn't claim to invent it, but yeah, it just I, no, I have to say no, the no, action no. button is one of my favorite parts about the, the the. Is it on the 15 too, or is it just the 15 Pro? Yeah, it's on the 15 because it's replacing well. the alert slider on, but which is on all iPhones. So, okay, yes. that makes sense. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, um, and then the other thing, uh, the other things uh, the, for the Pro. 
uh, for the Pro and the Pro Max. Um, well, first of all, they brought the 48 megapixel sensor to the uh, iPhone standard. The, right. So it's the camera system, I think, <laughs> from the 14 Pro and Pro Max, basically just minus the, minus the the telephoto the telephoto yeah but you know what they did was uh you know they did the same thing that the iphone 14 pro does where it, it crops in on the the 48 megapixel right. sensor to the to the middle 24 mm. megapixels so that you can yada 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 you can crop in it's it's a little bit of lossless it's, pretty, zoom, I mean, it's pretty which versatile, is nice which is personal camera system honestly yeah yeah which is something that you know which is something that you um which is something that you want um but then with the iphone pro max and i'm so like i have mixed feelings on this mm. um because Are you talking about the telephoto on the one hand 5x telephoto is awesome Mm -hmm. it's great and like every phone every flagship phone should have 5x telephoto but they only brought it to the iphone pro max because of space considerations which i totally get but at the same time like i don't want the iphone 15 pro max i want the iphone 15 pro but i also want 5x zoom so i have right. like a real conundrum here um because like do i want great zoom or do i want you know the the size and the form factor of the iphone uh 15 pro that i have well, really very much enjoyed since the 12. one thing to um, consider although mm -hmm. it certainly doesn't negate the difference in size between the pro and the pro max but mm -hmm. because of the titanium build they were able to um reduce the dimensions while keeping the screen size the same right and they've right. also and and they were able to reduce the uh bezel distance between the base the bezel size so the difference between the the screen itself and the outer edge so right, right. to some degree the max mm -hmm. is actually a smaller phone now i don't think yeah. it's enough to worry if you if you really want that pro 6.1 inch size that yeah. you would want it you you would find that you know that smaller difference enough but still really but you know do. that's been that's <laughs> been this that's been this, the the conundrum with the the larger size of the pro series for like the last three well, or four generations right well so initially it was and i don't remember what the big distinction was between the pro and the pro max like around the iphone 11 around iphone 12 neighborhood but i remember it was one that i was willing to sacrifice it was that sensor shift thing with the 12 Maybe? pro max yeah yeah, yeah it was something it was something like it was like that'd be nice but you know i can live without right. it um you know the other thing and um the other thing we should mention about the iPhone 15 and iPhone 15 plus is they both have the, the dynamic Island now, which mm -hmm. was exclusive to the pro series uh, last year. And the only reason I th thought of that is because I'm looking at the iPhone 15 pro with the dy dynamic Island on it. Um, and by the way, the dynamic Island, I love that thing. And I, I think it is, it is um, just beautiful. And I'm glad that it's on all phones now, because now I hope that more uh, app developers will take advantage. That of. was the thing. I mean, I feel like it's a, it was a, 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 a an interesting and well thought out de design decision by Apple. And, uh, you know, I, but they only put it on half their phones. <laughs> well, that, and I probably I, less, it, just, half, it was less impactful than it could have been because it just doesn't have a lot of support yet. Right. But now that it's on all the phones, I think we mm -hmm. will start to see more support, which is a great thing. Anyway, getting back to the, uh, getting back to the 15, uh, pro and the pro max, uh, the camera system is very similar, if not the mm -hmm. exact same as last year's. Um, I suspect that they'll, that the 
claim will be something along the same lines as the Samsung Galaxy uh, Z Fold, which is to say, yes, it's the same camera systems, but we've done a lot of software improvements and a, right. a new ISP and all that. So you should get better photos and yada, yada, yada. Now, they did do one thing with, and this is on both the 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 not pro and the pro versions, uh, where they talked about how when you are zoomed in to like 2x zoom, normally they're going to use quad binning, which will take the 48 megapixel shot down to 12. However, they said specifically that that is going to be a 24 megapixel right. um, shot. And the way they're doing that is they're What's taking the, that... The fusion uh, images, right? That yeah, they're, they're taking the 24. 12 megapixel and the 48 megapixel, <laughs> and they're kind of like Play-Dohing them together right. and saying, here is your, um, here is your 24 mm -hmm. uh, megapixel shot. So we're going to have to see like... And, you know, I believe i will be reviewing these phones i don't actually have confirmation yet you know um so, but i i believe i will be reviewing these phones and so you can bet i will be paying very close attention to the cameras when i do so i was i was actually uh interested in the fact that the iphone 15 is getting the 16 whatever so it's the apple silicon a the a16 bionic a7 Wait, no. so the, 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 pro get, the pro version is getting the A17 Pro, and the 15 is getting the A16 Bionic. Yes. And the, the I just A16, want to make sure that we, the yeah. A16 is that was that in the 14 that was last in the, year? That was in the pros last year. Because okay, believe, so, that, so then that yeah. is typical. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering, like, I know it's still numbers. confusing. Yeah. Now, what I'm wondering, <laughs> though, is, is, and it's not something they really talked about that much but i know that apple has i'm thinking it's just with the a17 uh pro has moved to the the three nanometer uh process, process uh, manufacturing yep. process from tsmc mm -hmm. uh or taiwan silicon manufacturing company i believe that's what MC. that actually stands for yeah yep. uh but does that mean that the 16 is still on four nanometer i believe the 16 it, it almost okay. certainly is I, I yeah i mean I mean the 16 is super fast. I mean they they call it the 17 uh pro that's going to be in the the 15 pro and pro max equivalent to it fast or faster than desktop <laughs> pro. What? Everybody else is dizzy listening to this. That's okay. I am Oh, too. I know. It's like it, it just it doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. But I mean the fact that they're calling this as fast as desktop processors now is just very funny or uh not funny. Uh, fascinating to me yeah I, I mean it's so i call it fuzzy logic with apple because they they don't which 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 is fine they tend to talk in things of like in terms of like benefit to the consumer rather than like numbers and when they do do numbers mm -hmm. it's like 10 percent faster than this ambiguous thing that we're putting out here and yeah. it's just and this this other nebulous just, laptop that we that after we a have. while i just yeah. i start getting that like you know the meme of like the person going and then the, yeah, like, with the, with the, the algorithms start yeah. going. <laughs> That's how it feels yeah. when they start talking about the pro models. I'm just like, okay. But yeah, yeah the, well, the, the, the sort of periscope lens in the 15 Pro Max is, is pretty interesting because there are no moving parts. Right, right, exactly. Which is really and, cool. Yeah, and I just wanted to point out that when you when when you mentioned teraflop in a conversation, I'm out. <laughs> I'm I'm clocking out. I know. Good night. I'm gonna go have some dinner. You guys talk your teraflops, and we're good to go. Um, so yeah, and and that was also like right in the middle of mm -hmm. the iPhone 
uh, uh, 15 presentation, which again, I was editing during, so I didn't really mind <laughs> missing it all that much. Um, but anyway, uh, so like, but there's, there's one little elephant in the room that we haven't talked about yet. Um, or I should say an elephant that is no longer in the room. Uh, and that is the fact that all four iPhones have a removable SIM card. No, I'm kidding. They don't. I would love it if they did, but no, they now have USB Charlie folks. Um, ah, the, yes. lightning, the lightning port is gone. And USB-C is the big kahuna. And so, like, don't get me wrong. Lightning had some cool features to it, but it was very quickly outclassed in a lot of different ways by in, in data speeds, charging speeds, et cetera, et cetera, mm -hmm. by USB-C. And so now the European Union has forced Apple to uh, put in the uh, USB-C port. And you know what that means for me? That means everything with one charger. No, that's that's not what that means. Oh. That means I can finally plug in after three years. I can finally plug in my iPhone to charge it because little known secret, like not 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 a secret. I've mentioned it a few times on this show, but mm, I know where you're I going. have not plugged in a <laughs> lightning cable into an iPhone for as long as I have owned one since the iPhone SE, the original one that came out in 2020. And that was only because that did not have wireless charging. Um, but every iPhone that I've had since then, which was, I was, did I first buy the 12 or the 11? I don't remember, but anyway, 11, 12, 13, 11. 14, um, 11, 12, 13, 14. And I've had the pros and the not pros. I have not plugged in a single lightning <laughs> cable into a single phone in that time. And you know what? I am damn proud of that. I am. I am very proud of that because I knew somewhere Apple probably had some data that showed like who plugs in their phones and who uses MagSafe. And who there's just this it. one dot. That's you on there. There was, there was this one outlier <laughs> like way that, was way up there <laughs> that said charging MagSafe 100% <laughs> data cloud 100%. <laughs> so yeah. And that includes data transfer. So, you know what, when I was doing photo samples and I've done photo samples for probably a dozen iPhones at this point, I uploaded them all over the cloud and I am proud of that. Mm -hmm. Never once did I, did I do any uh, data transfer? Um, so, but, but you know, but you know yeah. who's going to be mad who's going to be annoyed. Mad. Who's going to be or who's stuck? Who's stuck in the mud still? Are people who own a Mac from like uh, three or four years ago, or even I guess a couple of years ago? Any or really anybody that's got, um, I guess I should say, especially if you got like an iMac, right? So then you also got the keyboard and the mouse that came with the the magic keyboard and the magic mouse because both of those charge via lightning <laughs> right well and so do so um actually uh well, i think it was cnn i mean i'm sure a lot of a, a lot of outlets did that except for like slash gear as far as i know um but I, a lot of outlets already put out like pieces these devices still charge on mm -hmm. lightning and so it's like airpods oh yeah um, AirPods like too. most of the airpods do that uh the magic keyboard the magic mouse 
Um, uh, I, old iPads. I've got an iPad mm-hmm. ninth generation over here. That and by the way, I have plugged in my iPads because there's no other way to charge them. Right. Um. So, but yeah, like uh, uh, iPads ninth generation and previous. Um, I'll use Lightning. There's probably a couple other devices that I'm forgetting about. Um. So don't throw away all of your Lightning cables just yet. Um. I I, but, I I'm now wondering if Tim Cook is gonna have like a a moment like uh. Because I it, so my my reference point here is Tim Cook in the introduction, or I know actually it was in the closing. He made a gesture and said, "And that we're oh no, I guess it was in the beginning, but anyway, he he went like this and said that we're finally we fi- we finally made the transition to complete Apple Silicon." <laughs> and he, for for all of Macintoshes, and yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm just, I wonder if he's going to have like that same moment. We finally made the transition to USB-C or whatever. Yeah, we, yeah, we did, Mr. Hat. Um, <laughs> and, and so, yeah, okay, Tim Cook, Tim Cook talks like Mr. Garrison. Okay. Every time I see Tim Cook talking, oh, no. I keep, it's, it's, uh, not, it's, it's, it's not Mr. Garrison. It's, uh, it's, uh, the, the counselor. Mr. Garrison. Drugs are bad. Okay? Yeah, that's Mr. Garrison. Um, no, Mr. Garrison is Mr. Hat. He talks a little different. He's like this. Oh no, Mr. Garrison is Mr. Hat. That's who he, that's who he, Oh, you're talking about Mkai. You're okay. talking about that guy. That's not Tim Cook. Tim Cook is definitely Mr. Garrison. Uh, I mean, we'll, I we'll take <laughs> we'll take this argument off off air. Um, because <laughs> right. uh, because like one of us is us. wrong and uh, spoiler you. he lives in Virginia. Uh, anyway, okay. uh so, anyway, um, but yeah, so all told, um, it was it was uh, it was an interesting event. Um, not a lot of uh, like a lot, very iterative for the most part. Sure. But you know, the iPhone is at a point right now. You're 15 generations in, actually, probably more than 15 generations. I think if if you go back and like count them up, you know, individually with all the S's and everything like that, mm-hmm. you're you're so many generations in that this is a very very refined product. Oh, so absolutely. making it making it better year over year is always going to be difficult. But I think arguably this is one of the more exciting years. Um, although I, I think I said that last year too. Right. So, so um, I. I actually um, bought an iPhone, know, so that should have told you something. Yeah. Yeah. No, although but I, I, mean, bought like, it, I bought it one year too early. I really wish I'd had USB-C. <laughs> Um, but, you know, bringing Dynamic Island to all the phones, bringing some kind of zoom to the iPhone, hmm. not pros, is good. Bringing 5X zoom to a flagship phone is amazing, and every flagship phone should have that from now on. Just saying. Um, you know, bringing, you know, building the phone out of titanium, eh, take it or leave it, honestly. Um, you know, there are a lot of color different option, color options for the iPhone 15 that we didn't talk about. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like there was, there were a lot of real good improvements and I think really beneficial improvements to the customer. Um, if you have an iPhone 14, you could probably wait, but again, I mean, this is all sight unseen. I have not put phone right. hands on these phones yet. Nobody, has. I mean, except for the people that actually went to the event, like Mr. Michael Fisher. Congratulations, yeah, congratulations, congratulations on that, Mr. Uh, Mr. Michael Fisher. Um, but uh, you know, nobody has put these phones to their paces yet, so it remains to be seen. Like, and but I'm sure, like based on my experience with iPhone. Um, I'm sure it is going to be a great experience, and I'm very excited that Apple has now uh, joined the USB-C train, and I can plug in my phone again. So, Cliff, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap this puppy up and spank mm. it on the bottom? 
sad that there was no one more thing, although I don't know what it would have been. I just, I've always, I'm, I'm an old head when it comes to Apple, as you can see the things that are behind me. And one more thing was always a great moment. Although it's kind of sure. lessened by the fact that Steve jobs isn't here anymore. That was kind of, they kind of went hand in hand. The other thing yeah. is I, 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 uh, I do love with the 15 pro and pro max, the, the fact that you no longer have that really hard edge on the mm. chassis. Yeah, it actually, because yeah. that was one complaint that I had before I had a case on my iPhone 15 mm -hmm. Pro Max was it just the way it, it really bit into your hand after you're holding it for a while. So that, right. those that's right. really my only two takeaways other than what we've discussed. So Yeah, I put cases on every single phone anyway, so that didn't really uh, that didn't really bother me. Um, I'm, I'm glad for the action button because I honestly never yeah. use the alert slider. Um, and so and I should mention that the action button by default will activate silent mode just like it always used to oh there's one other thing um and this can be my final final thing but sure. there was a price increase on the mm. iphone 15 pro max kind of yeah because now and and, and i want to say this is a, actually a very smart move on apple's part mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm i'm i i admire them a little bit for doing this but uh, they did bump up the price on the iPhone 15 Pro Max by making 256 gigabytes of storage the base model. Really, they um, just removed an option. Yeah, they basically just removed the smallest option. There's no longer a 128 gigabyte option, but mm -hmm. because of that, they put the starting price at the same level that the 256 gigabyte option was last year. Last year. Yeah. Which is which is smart. I mean, it really is, um, you know, and there were a lot of rumors saying that the iPhone 15 Pro Max was going to get a huge price jump. And mm -hmm. and, and you know, I said back then and I, I can't recall the social media platform on which I said it, but I did say that Apple is very good at not pissing off its customers. And this was probably the smartest way to pad their bottom line, but at the same time, not piss off their customers right, because, right. you know, the people that are going to buy the Pro Max, they're going to be like, hey, I get more storage and, you know, it's it's only an extra hundred bucks. That's cool. Let's do that. Um, so, yeah. Actually, I was uh, going to say the one thing that we, that that's, uh, they kind of, I don't even want to say they danced around it. I know sometimes with marketing, sometimes what you, with the, so here was that the elephant in the room, as you said before, was the fact that they switched from lightning to USB-C, right? Mm -hmm. And they were basically forced to by the European Union with their the ruling that they did. But right, you know, I my 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 wonder, my thought coming into the event before it actually happened was how are they gonna handle this? Are they going to name USB-C something? Which I guess actually they would just call it uh, Thunderbolt. <laughs> No, well, no, True. because then it, that's a whole different thing. But that's, yeah. that's this connector is just the same. But anyway, um, yeah. But uh, they just did with uh, which is kind of smart marketing, which is you basically just don't mention it. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I mean they did show it on that the infographic that they show at the end where it's like the squircle boxes with the grid, yeah. the grid, and, yeah. and it was like USB C with US because the thing that they put up there was the fact that it was USB-C or USB-3 mm -hmm. as far as the, and then it was also USB-C on there, but right. yeah, I mean, they just, it, they just really didn't talk about it at all. So, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't have any, I don't have any negative or positive thoughts about that, about that. I just wondered how they would handle it. So that's yeah. how they did it. Um, 
And by the way, one last note that I thought of, because uh, you were mentioning that graphic. The one thing that they did talk about was the fact that MagSafe and is going to be compatible with Qi 2. Qi 2, yeah. Um, which, is, which is cool. Like, I kind of thought that they would not bother to mention that, but they did mention it. So, you know, kind of cool. Um, and I think that's just confirmation that my MagSafe, ascent, uh, my MagSafe obsession has been healthy all yes. along. And my God, I am so looking forward to... Uh, uh, um, Android flagships building in Qi 2 oh, just like I'm bag safe on all the things mm -hmm. including my keyboard anyway so that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast please consider subscribing to the podcast if you enjoyed it and if you really enjoyed it I would love it if you would write a review for the show and if you're watching this on YouTube click that subscribe button and smash that bell so you can be notified of new episodes and reviews as they drop and if you want some early access jump on the Patreon at patreon.com slash benefit of the doubt I'd like to thank co-producer Cliff for all of his hard work behind the scenes and speaking of this script I really need to change your time title to co-host cliff um but it doesn't roll off the tongue nearly as well it's but just, anyway mm. yeah 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 so anyway co-producer -co co-host cliff for all of his hard work behind the scenes but most of all and as always i would like to thank you for listening and for giving us the benefit of the doubt <laughs>